What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another dope episode of Fruit of the Boom Podcast. This is your boy, JBJR, in the building. Um, been a second since I've done a podcast. You know, want to go ahead and get things back in the groove. You know, it's definitely been a minute. So, uh, you know, bear with me, everybody. But uh, we're back in motion. And uh, make sure, as always, check out the podcast on all streaming platforms for uh, all audio, whether it's Spotify, Apple, Google Play, Mixcloud, uh, you name it, uh, Amazon, you name it, we're on here. And of course, we're going to start doing more video stuff as far as the advertising and more video footage um, in the coming uh, months. So, definitely um, be on the lookout for that. Uh, and that's going to be either twitch or youtube haven't decided yet but we'll definitely go ahead and see how we get that going as well but for now um we got our new guest in the building matter of fact he is a he was a first time competitor of fresh produce online um local native uh he's a producer and an actual record label owner uh, of an independent label uh, called godspeed records um he has a th- actually a three artists on his label already man and he actually made a damn good impression for fresh produce online with some dope ass uh, hip-hop beats man so i definitely wanted to have my man on he reached out i want to go ahead and get, let him tell his stories and whatnot so we're gonna welcome to the building my man say ferris how you doing brother i'm doing well i'm doing well living living hell yeah man yeah it's a beautiful day man a beautiful spring day we found this weather broke man so i'm glad for that you know what i'm saying hey it's st louis man don't get your hopes up too high it might rain later <laughs> no you're not lying about that <laughs> no lie everyone here knows yeah, man. Like, if you don't like the weather, wait five minutes. That's pretty much how it goes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, just wait five minutes. Hell yeah. But uh, to go ahead and get everyone started about the podcast, if you've never heard it before, um, before we get the actual interview going, um, Fresh Produce First Produce uh, created this podcast called Fruit of Boom through myself. And this whole podcast is basically based on having the lives and stories and experiences of ba- um, basically DJs, producers, and engineers. And just anyone in the background, we're uh, starting to open up to more podcasters and um, things of that nature. Anyone who's pretty much a tastemaker within the local in- or within the local scene or even just out of town or internationally, as a matter of fact. Uh, we want to be able to have their stories told. So, you know, we always hear a lot of the artists and band stories and stuff like that on TV and on podcasts online, which is great because I love those kind of things, but not too much of the actual, like I said, the main three parts of what makes your favorite artists and band pop, which are the DJ, the producer, and the engineer. So I want to go ahead and have, let's say, have their stories told so everyone knows exactly what's going on and as well, you know, that way you get a chance to hear their music on the audio version and things of that nature so you can see what they're about as well. So um, that's pretty much uh, the whole point of the podcast and I wanted to go ahead and start it off with a very simple question that I pretty much ask everybody. So my man say fair Let's go ahead and start it off with a very simple question, which is, how did you get started in music and music production? So uh, take us back, man, how everything started. Um, I guess it all started when I was like a sophomore in high school. Um, it was like it was like my lunch period and we we're all like skipping class. And like my friend was just like always fucking around on his phone or doing something on there. And I like I got really annoyed because like it was making annoying ass like dot dot like sound just like a shitty cartoon so I was like like what the fuck are you doing he's like, I'm making a beat and I was like what the fuck and he played it like in full I was like that's actually pretty cool like how someone's doing that like you know it's just like on your phone and I was like I, like I thought you had to be in like a whole studio to do that this is like 2017 16 and I was like really amazed like you could do something like that. So like I downloaded like GarageBand on my phone. 
<clears throat> started messing around on there. Came to the conclusion that it was pretty fun. I did like it. And uh, of course, the first kind of beats I made were was just absolute ass. Like I didn't know anything about mixing. You know, I got like the stock, stock ass garage band drums banging. Like it was fucking crazy, but that's kind of how it started. So, so, so about roughly about five years from most part about five, six years ago for the most part. So you pretty much, you pretty still kind of a somewhat of a newbie, but you pretty much got some experience at this point from what I'm understanding. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So as of right now, so are you still using GarageBand or what kind of, uh, or what kind of software or hardware, if you're using the hardware, what are you using currently right now? Yeah, to like make beats and like produce and engineer on, I'm using Logic, Logic for the most part. Yeah, that kind of thing, just Logic for the most part. Okay, um, any keyboards or pads, or you just mainly just clicking, clicking with a keyboard and mouse in it? Oh yeah, um, I, I use uh, I use an Artoria, Artoria uh, MIDI controller, got some KRK speakers just to produce on, um, you know, AKG microphone for recording vocals when that needs to be done. Basic, just kind of, just basic kind of stuff that'll get the job done, you know, that kind of thing. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. You planning on upgrading uh, any of the hardware anytime soon? Or are you pretty much kind of cool where you at right now? Man, I'm like, I'm really passionate about like the Yamaha HS5, like the monitors. I'm really passionate about those. I just been in so many studios with them. But, like, I just like, my ears have kind of like really adapted to that kind of sound. I'm really looking to get a pair of those soon, I think. Oh, yeah, man. You definitely should, man. Like, I've been around some Yamahas. I know I got to uh, uh, replace my uh, speaker setup I got in my house, man. But I've been around, like you said, a bunch of Yamahas. Uh, uh, and shout right. out to my man. And shout out to, you know, Master Wiki, a Suburban Pro, uh, also co-host of Fresh Produce. Um, he, you know, definitely he put me on to the whole Yamaha craze. And those speakers are amazing. Yeah. Like the HS8s, especially like the HS8s and stuff like that, man. Like those suckers are beautiful right now. Like I know I got, uh, these are Yamahas I'm using right now. Um, listen to, these are some Sennheiser uh, HD280s, I want to say. I got from my uh, wife a few years back uh, for Christmas or my birthday, but shout out to her, man. Like I've been using these for the long run, man. And these suckers do wonders, man. Like I haven't had to switch these out. I make a lot of beats on these and stuff like that. So man, like, so yeah, um, do you have any hair phones or you just used like the main just monitors as well yeah I'm, i use the audio technica m50x's um and that goes into my focus right interface the 2i2 good old 2i2 yeah. man so yeah that's actually what i'm using good old right? 2i2 yes <laughs> yes sir yeah. that's that's actually what i'm using right now we're recording everything man so no that's no trust the good old tried and true bro so no hey ain't nothing wrong with oh, that yeah. man <laughs> never never Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, so tell me a little bit about. So, I know you, uh, like I said before at the very beginning of the podcast, uh, you know, you had a record label. But before beginning today, I want to talk more about your producer side. So, uh, tell me a little yeah. bit about like uh, your actual production style. Like, what would you classify your production style as? <laughs> what I can classify my production style. I classify my production style as like if you just turned off the lights and like. <laughs> you turn off like all the lights like shut the blinds off and then like I don't know like just went crazy I don't know I don't know I never really know what I'm gonna make I was like I don't know um, I make a lot of kind of things like I produced a lot of records 
um, for a lot of kinds of for a lot of the kinds of people like like right now I'm working on a jazz record right now with my friend uh, Zachary Durham. He's a New York artist and he does nice. he plays trumpet. Yeah, he's great. He's just insane. Like um, now I produce like a lot of boom bap kind of stuff and then you know you get into like the slower kind of R and B side, which is cool. Um, I don't know how to describe like my production style. I'd say like I'd say color wheel for the variety. How about that? I feel like that's a fair answer. Oh no, that's that's actually go. a good answer. There you go. That's no, a that's, fair that's answer, right? <laughs> no, that's actually a real good answer. So um who would you say are like your influences for uh, music production? Ooh, um music production influences. Um that's a really good question. Um, well, when I got into like producing, it was to like produce for myself mostly for like the songs I wanted to do. So I was looking at like artists that produced themselves as well, and kind of like got. And I noticed that like a lot of like their kind of beats, like I don't know, who's a good example, like uh, like Mac Miller or like um, or J Cole. Like J Cole produces like a lot of his stuff, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. And like I was listening to like the Wet Dreams. I was listening to Wet Dreams. And like you know shit like that like like a lot of the artists that produce themselves i noticed that like they keep their beats relatively simple because they like to pave the way for like because they already know what they're going to say while they're making it so or at least that's how i imagine it but i'd say like you know j cole is like a big part of that j cole dj Dahi, uh frank dukes ninth wonder for sure dilla of course like as i was saying um Earl, Earl Sweatshirt, he does some cool shit. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Hell yeah, no, nah, that's a solid list, man. Like, on some real shit, man. So, like, because, yeah. you know, because I know um, we have some of the same influence. Like, I know um, I just had an article not too long ago put out for Voice STL, man. And one of my main influences was Jay Dilla. Because uh, back in 07, man, uh, when Donuts came out, because, you know, he put out Donuts like three days before he died, before he actually passed away. Yeah. And so, um, and I remember I heard that on uh, Adult Swim, like the bumps, you know what I'm saying? And when I heard those bumps, yeah. like, that's yeah. what got me really, really inspired. So, you know, I just, well, at least on the sample side, because I was just making like three six mafia sound of stuff originally, you know what I mean? But, you know, yeah. when I heard just his stuff in particular, it really gravitated me towards like sampling. And that's, that's, a, that's one of my main things I do now. I mean, I can make like original stuff, I can make pop stuff, I can make EDM, I can make R&B, I can do all that stuff at this point, yeah. make even jazzy sound and stuff. Um, but at the same time, sampling is like, I love doing that, you know what I'm saying? So so from what I heard, like, you know, when you were in Fresh Produce, like the stuff I heard, uh, you definitely were sample based. And I was like, okay, so I'm, so I'm rocking with this. I'm, I'm fucking with this, okay. Yeah, yeah. man, so, now, so you definitely made a good impression like in Fresh Produce, at least with me, definitely, man, like with what you had going on. So like, yo, so yeah. you definitely got like, I definitely can tell like the influences that you named, I can hear it in your okay. music production. So definitely, definitely. And so, uh, so actually, it's a good segue uh, since we actually spoke about fresh produce. Um, before we actually get yeah. into fresh produce, um, have you done any beat battles before fresh produce, or was this your very first one? Oh, that was like that was my very first one that I've ever done. Okay, okay, yeah. cool, cool, like, cool. Have you ever been to? Have you ever been to um, uh, in person one, or was this just your first experience? Period. Like even whether it's online or in person. Um. My my friend Taylor told me about it, and he was like, "You should do something like that." And I've just like, I've, I'm always like doing fifty things at once. So once I found out you guys did it online, I was like, "All right, this is something I could do." So I tried it out, and I'm pretty good. Yeah. 
had fun. A lot of people like were really surprised like that stuff I played or like that one beat I played. They thought it was gonna be like some trap kind of thing, but when I pulled out that sample, it was like, wow. Yeah, like you definitely surprised me, man. I was like, okay. I was like, all right. I said, I like his style. I like his flavor. I like it, man. So I definitely fucking with it. So uh, definitely, man. So um, so with that being said, like, so with the whole, with just Fresh Produce in general and just your first beat battle experience, man, would you see uh, consider like coming back or doing other beat battles now since you kind of got your feet wet in it? So, or even doing an in-person one, would you ever consider doing an in-person one? Yeah, I definitely want to do an in-person one. I would definitely want to, if I if I were to do it again, I definitely want to do an in-person one. Just because I feel like, I feel like feeding off of like people's energy around you, it's like, I feel like it'd be similar to being like in a studio situation. Like when like other people are around you, it's just like, like the, the energy just builds up. Like you just build off of each other. I'd say I'd love to do an in-person one in the future, very soon. You should. You definitely should, man. Cause uh, look, yeah. I guess cause I started with the in person shit like thirteen. I guess it's thirteen. Oh shit, is it thirteen? Thirteen years ago, I want to say, man. So uh, and I can Ooh. tell you from experience, man, you're right. <laughs> so I can Ooh. tell you from so I can yeah. tell you from experience, man. Um, like like I always say, like the online is great. Don't get me wrong. I love the online because we start doing a lot of online stuff because you know the pandemic and all that, and we want to keep it, you know we want to keep spirits high and keep everything going because. A lot of people in the city love, love fresh produce for what it brings because it's very diverse atmosphere, huge community aspect, which that's the main, if not one of the main things, the main thing we kind of focus on is the community part. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, even though as much as I love doing online stuff and I love doing it, you know, I always say there's nothing like just doing it in person because once you do it in person and like you just said, just feeding off other people's energies and seeing like how stuff goes with like how, like getting a good live reception right then and there from everyone that's right there. Cause you know, you don't know how your stuff sounds. I mean, mind you, you can hear stuff online, you read the comments live, but you know, just getting that energy directly man it's, it's nothing else like it man to me at least man and yeah. so like so fresh produce was my experience doing this to me i've done other beat battles and online stuff and all that but yeah fresh produce is like where i started this is where i you know lay my head this is my foundation so you know for me in particular you know my heart really is with fresh produce and I really, really encourage, you know, anyone, you know, yourself included, man, just to at least come through, even if you don't compete, you know what I'm saying? Just come through on a first Wednesday down on Blue Star at Blue Starberry, man, and just check it out, man. And just, cause it's free to enter. It, it's a totally free event. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to pay Jack. You, all you gotta do is just come in, enjoy yourself. What are you competitive or are you just a, a patron, man? Just come in, eat, drink. Eat, drink, be merry, you know, for the most part, you know what I'm saying? Sure, so, yeah, yeah. I got you. So, yeah, man, no, right. but definitely, but you should come through, man. Like, I know we have the one, uh, what is the next one? So, it would be May 4th. It would be the live one. So, yeah, man, so yeah, come okay. through. So, you should definitely come through, man. I know it's probably going to start around maybe 9 10-ish maybe somewhere around that time so so now you definitely should i mean we'll advertise and let people know when it's you no know, when it's starting and whatnot but no definitely sure. man come definitely come through for real man you'll definitely, definitely enjoy it. you'll see what i mean for real yeah i got you absolutely man so uh just so since you've done fresh produce uh have you noticed any uh you know notice any i would say any extra business or any extra networking that benefited you since then just since this was your first beat battle you know what i'm saying did you get any kind of notice like oh damn let me go ahead and hire this guy or it, it has that just kind of been like a slow process for you yes right now um i mean 
I'm, I'm always like busy as hell doing something but uh i had i had like a dm like i want to say like a day later or like whenever i checked my instagram and this guy was like yo dude like, saw you on fresh produce like that was a really cool like dilla kind of beat and i was like thanks and uh and he was like yeah let, like let's collab and i was like i don't really know you but like thanks like thanks like that's cool like, i don't really know you like that but like cool like, yeah man so that I mean, was cool yeah yeah man i mean it's it's i mean it's good networking you know what i'm saying because to me it's one yeah. one of the best networking spots whether it's in person or online you know what i mean but it's it's great networking opportunity yeah. and kind of like i tell folks man like you included you know this is basically a commercial for you. You know, you pretty much your own commercial yeah. going up there and just advertising yourself. So, I mean, you know, if you get people, whether it's an artist or a fellow producer or engineer or a band, whatever the case, they want to reach out and work to you, man, and work with you. Hey, check out, see what they're about, man. And then, you know, of course, you know, vet, you know, vet it as need be, you know, do, do, do your due diligence, of course, you know what I'm saying? Because all business isn't good business, but at the same time, you know, you know, definitely take all that consideration, man. So yeah, so yeah, if you got people hollering at you, man, like, hey, Go for it, you know what I'm saying? Like that's that's at least that's how I see, it. and that's how I kind of approach things. You know what I mean? Right. So, 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 and so now actually a good segue because um, we uh, I do know you are also an independent re uh, record label owner. Let's get in a little bit yeah. more of that, man. I want to you focus a little bit more on that. So with Godspeed Records, tell me the history on that, man. Like how did you come to start it, and people that's on the label. Just give me a good overview about everything you're doing with your record label in general. You know, be as detailed as you want to be. Sure. Well, it's a very new thing. Um, it's a very new thing. Uh, when I started releasing my own music, um, I needed like, um, like I uploaded to like my distributor and like I didn't want to have like a blank kind of thing. And like Godspeed just sounded cool. And I was like, this is neat. Um, and at the time I was getting like books for like a lot of like engineering, like a lot of mixing and like, it was just crazy. Like my phone was always flooded with at least like 10 or 15 people at the time, like asking me for something. So I guess Godspeed, you know, it is a fairly new thing, like I said. Um, you know, I, I initially made it to like, just like have a website where, you know, people could reach out to me in a more organized manner to help without, you know, being bombarded by, you know, every, you know, Jane Doe, whatever. But that's kind of how the history behind that, um, how it started. Um, the, the people are on there right now. Uh, it's myself, um, my friend Zell, Feedback OTW. He's a hip hop artist out of Louisiana. Um, and my friend Bexley, he goes by the name Desert Rose and he's a hip hop producer and uh, musician out of uh, uh, Illinois, Illinois. Yeah. Yeah, so that's kind of the people we have on there right now. Um, we offer like mixing kind of services. We offer production. We offer uh, lease opportunities. We also have connections throughout Broadway kind of music industries, that kind of thing as well. You know, we are um, we're partners with uh, DistroKid, and we are partners with Apple for their uh, digital master certification course. Um, we offer that to other artists as well. Nice, nice, nice. So uh, tell me, man, because I know you're also an artist on the same label as well, considering, correct? Yeah, I signed myself because I was the most important. 
Hey, sure. Hey, I understand. I understand, man. So, um, so the main, so with you, are you, uh, so I would say you mainly, I would say, do you mainly rap or do you just perform as a musician? Like, what is your main role outside of just, you know, like as far as an artist? Like, do you just kind of perform on your own beats or other people's beats? Like, how does that work for you? Um, every song I've dropped right now, I've produced myself, I've engineered myself, and uh, I wrote myself. Yeah, I mean, um, I, the music I kind of make is more kind of hip hop, just kind of lo-fi. Just yeah, I, I like everyone tells me it's like something like they drive to work to, and I'm like, like early in the morning, like just something to chill out to. I'm like, fair enough, like I'll take it. So. Yeah, I guess that's how you can describe my music. Like driving to work when you don't want to. Yeah. Hey man, it's hey, dude. Look, you getting the streams and the plays, man. So hey, sure. if people saying this is like good commuting music, man, which yeah. this is really fantastic. Which is actually a really good sign, man. Like people can just like chill and be sitting down and blazing if that's if that's their flair. Because we just had four. Hey, that's their flavor, so, bro. Hey. <laughs> and then like I say, you know, driving to work, man, commuting, listening to music, man. Like you know, that's that, that's definitely like a good thing because like say so you want people to be able to cruise and chill and even if even through the rush hour, whether it's going to or from work, you know what I'm saying? You no, know, you know, having that you know that kind of thing. That's which is good because like I said, that's more streams and more networking and more visibility for you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, most definitely. Yo, absolutely, man. So uh, let me ask you this. So what do you see, it, like, which, which your record label and where all your roster, do you see it growing? Uh, do you see it growing more or do you kind of want to have a content as like a smaller label or what do you see with the future of like your actual label as of right now? Um, I mean, it's it's growing a little, like, it's growing a bit more than I, like, anticipated for it to be. Like, it's becoming more and more like a label kind of every day. Like, again, we just started off, like, just have, like, you know, my engineering services offered on there. But then, like, I was like, I think this could be bigger. And, you know, me and Zell, um, we founded, my, me and my friend Zell, he co-founded it with me. And, like, really made it to what it is today. Um, I see it getting bigger every day. Like we're getting opportunities to come out down to like New York to work with people or like become affiliates with other kinds of companies. Like, you know, I don't think I can speak too much on another thing that's going on right now, but um, yeah, we are trying to partner up with a couple of people right now. Um, a couple of things uh, for more, more engineering stuff is being put out, which I think is great. I always, I always say like engineers, like the unsung heroes of like, you know, all like your favorite songs like Thanks. all your favorite songs like that's facts like they like they still don't get i feel like they still are just so underappreciated but um we're working on something right now with waves audio um trying to get more affiliate links through them i'm um, helping out people that shop with us and uh come to us for you know whether it's tips or courses or you know just their own services for their own music absolutely man absolutely man so what, let me ask you this uh which you've been uh you being pretty much you know all around guy for the actual label itself what would you say hmm. as of now um or as i would say the pros and the cons of you owning your own independent label like if i had to if you had to say anything um i'd say the pros are like it's cool because you can pretty much do whatever you want i mean like no one's gonna tell you like no like i mean no one's gonna tell you no you can't do that but like I guess that's kind of the double-edged sword too. It's like, you know, you can do whatever you want. Like, so like, you're pretty much held responsible for pretty much everything. 
like everything could be fucked up very easily um if, if you fuck up so i guess like the biggest kind of con would be um i'd say the biggest con would be just the just the amount of work it takes like because it's a lot of behind the scenes stuff it's a lot of like you know it's a lot of like you know reaching back to people you know you know i always try to give people in st louis you know my utmost attention like fresh produce you guys have always treated me kindly like and i haven't even like like i've gone like one show like y'all have like the sweetest fucking people i've ever met but y'all are really kind yeah most definitely most definitely and um you know i always try to give people you know where i'm from a heads up first and um you know, but the workload is, uh, there's a lot of people, um, there's a lot of places, um, a lot of hands to shake, that's for sure. So, it's a lot. Uh, I can I can totally see how that can be the case, man. Like I said, you know, if you got to run pretty much everything as the main person, uh, I guess, based off what you're saying, man, it's just other people I know that have running on indie labels and stuff like that, man. I've definitely seen, like, you know, the highs and the lows of all of that, so I can... I can totally see where you're coming from just based off of just the experiences I've seen through other people, man. I can I can totally right. see where you're coming from with that, you know what I mean? So yeah. um so let, let me ask you this. So um have you done any kind of performing like out of town or have you kind of just kept it local as of right now? I mean, I've really just I, I've tried to keep it local right now. Like a lot of the stuff I do, I try to keep it maintained in the St. Louis kind of area. Right now I'm working with a lot of artists uh, over um over and out of town for the first time. Um, right now, I'm working with artists out of New Orleans, um, the Baton Rouge kind of area as well. Um, also, people in New York, like that jazz record I was talking about earlier, my friend Zachary Derm. Um, I produced a lot on that, and uh, I'm, I mixed that whole record as well. So, it's pretty, yeah, happy to happy to do stuff out of the city too. So, get a little fresh air. Hell yeah, hell yeah. And since you are like an artist, uh, since you're basically an artist producer, I'm going to kind of yeah. ask you kind of a similar thing. Instead of like on a record on the side, let us let me ask you on the artist producer side. So on that note, what would you say are the, uh, the pros and cons that you've noticed just being both an artist and a producer? Like what have you noticed just kind of being, basically working two hands, you know, working two different roles on that, on that board? Um, I don't really know. I don't think there's a lot of cons to it at all. I think it's a lot of pros because, I mean, it depends on how good of a producer you are. Like, I mean, some people like, like, I don't think there's ever like a perfect balance. I feel like people that like are like people that write and produce their own music, they're either like a slightly better producer, or, like a slightly better songwriter. I don't think there's ever going to be like an equilibrium to that. But I'd say like, I'd say like the pros and cons of like, you know like the duality of it is like is like you can make like the most like like for me at least I always write to a beat but then like I can make like like the best beat in the world I feel like and then like I go to write to it and it's just like not for me but I mean if that happens like there's always like someone else down the line that would want that beat or you know that's just another beat sold or something but I'd, I'd say that's that's a con. Sometimes it's like you can make something that you think is for you, but ultimately it may be for someone else completely. You just never know. It's just cool. Yeah, you know what? And, you know, and kind of like, uh, so, you know, I've dealt with this, I know, at one point in time, because I, I don't perform. I, I mainly just make my beats and some do beat sets and sell beats and stuff like that, you know, especially through like, you no know, beat stars and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah. 
and, and also just you know in person and working with people sometimes i make some right there uh, right then and there and just do it so let me ask you this so i know i've dealt with my fair share of stuff dealing with like stories of like you know uh artists or other producers or even engineers working with them and just like you know have definitely have your good stuff definitely have plenty of good times but you also have your difficult times your uh, time so let me ask you this so what time have you experienced was more like a it was more like a negative like a negative experience but it's a negative experience that you learn from to just kind of grow as a artist as a producer as an engineer like do you have anything like that you want to share um yeah i mean when you're when you're produ- when you're doing like the kind of work that we do you know it gets really intimate at times like it's almost like a romance um that's how i've always described it um so there's a lot of intimacy when it comes to i mean at least for me when i work there's a lot of intimacy going on so whenever something like is brash or like you know my mental is like clouded with something it makes it more difficult or you know it, it affects the work like it affects what i do um and and it has um you know i struggle a lot with anxiety and uh, depression as well um so you know i think just you know getting getting out of your own head you know getting out getting outside of like you know getting away from the speakers getting like out of the headphones you know going outside like living you know just living like i'd say you know going outside is very important <laughs> like going outside is very important <laughs> it yes is, it is you have to go outside okay yes it's absolutely important going outside is key And we're going outside. I know since you since, since you mentioned like the anxiety and depression, you know, man, does that reflect in like your work usually, or does it kind of like help drive your work a little bit more? Or how's that? How does that work for you at least? <clears throat> a lot of sad fucking songs, terribly sad, like very heartbreaking, shit felt songs um, that I'll never see the light of day. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, but like um, you know, depression, anxiety, like it's a bitch. Like it really is. Um, like so, some days like some days it feels like all you have to do, like it's like the hardest thing just to like get out of bed like you know it's it's tough it's tough at times but we always push through it and uh you know i'm thankful for everything that comes my way um you know i'm thankful for every day i get to wake up and do what i do and you know be happy with it no absolutely bro and i'm glad you have that outlook because like i said i'm not you know, I've dealt with my fair share, you know, uh, years back, you know, you know, with loss of family and stuff like that. And, yeah, uh, I, and I, I know how that can be, man. And it's, and, you know, even though I haven't dealt with it in, you know, thankfully I haven't had to deal with it in recent times, but, uh, I do understand that I do empathize with it. That, that'd be the better word. I can empathize yeah. with you on that feeling because, you know, because it can be, it can, ref, it can reflect your physical health, you know, just as well as your mental health. You know what I'm saying? So, Absolutely. So, you know, it's it's times where, you know, like I know I wanna say like when back when my grandmother passed, like over ten years ago, man, like I I know at one point I was you no, know, I was real fit and I was really into uh, exercising and fitness and shit like that. Then stuff started happening with my grandmother and that kind of put me in the negative space and I saw how they reflected. It was my mom's mom. So I saw how they reflected my mother and you no know, and how they put her kind of in a bad space and 
you know, it's it's one of those things where you know, it, like like we were saying earlier, feeding off energy and stuff like that, man. And so just yeah. so noticing that, and thankfully, you know, she had myself and my dad, you know, by her side to work through with the whole process. But you know, I've seen since my I was close to my grandmother, you know, it it reflected me, and so I know it affected my work as well with me making beats and dealing with people and it took me a second to kind of get out of that space you know i gained back weight and, which i don't mind the way i got now i'm cool now <laughs> but i'm no, just saying yeah, but, but, but you know hey, i love it you know it's, it's no problem me of course can i exercise get some of this off of course you know what i'm saying but that's more like a personal thing at this point but as far as uh just that depression mode you know reflecting it in your work you know that's that that definitely can show like you say you got songs that you say we'll probably never ever see the light of day but it, it was a, it's a good outlet for you because it's you no know, it's, it's letting you kind of get your rocks off and like kind of just letting that emotion come out in some way so it's not built up inside you know what i mean right yeah i, I feel like that's definitely important to you know never lose sight of kind of why you started you know because you, you gotta love what you do you really do you gotta love it that's facts, man. You have to, like, you know, like I said, I've been, like I said, I've been making beats since literally. I'm, I'll be 35, like in a few months, in a couple months, man. I've been making beats since I was eight, off and on since I was 18, and right. I can tell you, man, it's it was times where you know, I got down because I feel like no one was listening to my stuff, and I got down because I feel like I had. No blocks, like especially on producer blocks, like they can be no joke, man. Like I can have a block for that can last maybe a couple of days, or I had a block that lasts a couple of weeks. I had shit that lasts a few months. You know what I'm saying? And it, it puts you, it does put you in a in a space in in time. It's just like, damn, like am I losing my am I losing it? Like am I losing my fire? Right. Am I losing it? Like what's yeah. going on? And you know, when you have that, it, it can't like I said, it can affect you mentally, man. And so. But like I said, thankfully, you know, if you have the right inspiration or the right people by your side, you know, it comes back way better. You know, you can recover from totally. it way easy. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah. so, let, so let me ask you this. Have you had any, I mean, and you, you know, and you don't have to go into detail, nothing like that, but have, right. would you say you had any like recent blocks or stuff like, like, like damn, you know, like I got to come out of this, I get this <laughs> mindset, you know, and now I'm back in a good space. Have you had those moments? Like I would say anytime recently. Yeah, definitely recently, you know, I mean, you know, I mean, ever since COVID started, it's been off and on with, uh, you know, different variations of the same thing. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I remember like um, like a few months back, like, you know, I was really going through it. Like I was, you know, I won't get into too much detail, but I was definitely going through it at times. But um, but yeah, you know, I, you know, the key to just getting out of that is just, you know, just take take a step back, you know. You know, for me, like I have like the tendency to kind of drown myself in like the kind of work I do and just kind of, you know, and like almost in like an unhealthy kind of way. It's like I kind of drown myself in it. But, you know, breaking out of that, you know, I find it very important and, you know, taking a step back, you know, living life for a little bit, you know, just going back outside. <laughs> that's the whole secret to life is just going outside. Yes. Like, that's <laughs> Get some key. fresh air. Fresh Get air, some man. fresh air in your life. You'll, you'll love it. You'll love it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, man. But you know what? Like I said, the going outside piece because I know a lot of people are. Um, I, I know to an extent. I'm, I'm well, not to an extent. I actually am. That's kind of how I grew up. Introverted. You know, I'm a kind of a 
I guess the I guess the phrase you would say is I'm an extroverted introvert. Like I can be out yeah. and about. You know what I'm saying? I know I can be no, I can be out around with people. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. you know, at the same time, you know, because I'm only I'm a true I'm actually an only child. So for me, I grew up, you know, basically having to entertain myself. You know, mind you, I did I have my fair share of friends in my childhood and my adolescence that I kicked it with and all this stuff. Of course, you know what I'm saying? But you know, since for me, my world for me was like, you know, video games, anime, manga, you know, comics, music, stuff like that. So for me, it was a lot of uh, you had your days when you just like, I don't want to feel like I want to deal with anybody because I you know I had everything I for me. But, you know, sometimes I'm like, damn, I want to have someone to share it with. But at the same time, I kind of didn't because it's like. I don't need it because I know how to entertain yeah, myself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, just kind of, but at the same time, you know, yeah, I could stay in the house, but at the same time, especially the older I got, you know, going outside, like you just said, is paramount, man. Just going out and being around people, being around different energy, just having that, you know what I'm saying? Because it's, like I said, it's always good to have your alone time because I cherish that, you know, because my wife and I, we kind of the same kind of people. You know, we like our alone time, like being to ourselves. But since I do live with my wife and I do love my wife, uh, you know, being around her, you know, definitely gives me, you know, that energy I need to, you know, to have another person by myself. So I'm not truly alone. You know what I'm saying? I'm never, ever truly alone. Um, and then, like I say, just my friends and, you know, my associates and everything, you know, the crew of Fresh Produce, the, that's the fam, you know, doing stuff like that, you know, that helps you know what i'm saying like and that's kind of yeah. what i was saying with you know uh coming out with you at least you know coming out to the battle and just you know not only just you know meeting chopping up with me but just you know because i'm at those events literally 99.9 percent .9 of the time but uh yeah. you know but it just not even just with that just the sole fact of just uh being around different energy different people man it, it helps man just getting that you know fresh air you know because uh Fresh air do you good, man. You know, getting out in the sun or getting out in the fresh night. Fresh air, you know. fresh produce do you good. Bro, I'm telling you. <laughs> Same with the plug. Right. Plug it up. Hell yeah, man. <laughs> Let's plug it up. <laughs> all, all day, man. All, all day. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, uh, actually, you know, uh, it's something I actually did want to ask, kind of going back a little bit about uh, you being a producer. So, sure. So with your beats, I know you have everything with the regular, but do you, um, so when you sell your beats, uh, if if you do sell your beats, um, mm -hmm. do you do it more so in more of an in-person capacity? Do you do kind of like, like how I have like a, like a marketplace set up online or how, how does that work for you at least? I mean, I feel like there's a certain amount of like, um, I don't know, I guess anonymity is the word. I don't know. I don't know what fucking word to use, but. I don't know. I feel like I'm very selective with like the like the people I you know do sell beats to or I do work with. Um, you know, I, I I thought about opening up like a beat stars. You know, and I see you got the hat on right now. Like like no hate, like absolutely no hate or anything. But like I don't know. Like I just I've always wanted like 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 I, I want certain people on like certain things. And um. And I feel like keeping like the exclusion of it um, is what gives it value almost. So I, I'd say I'd say when I sell beats, it's more of a it's more of like a you know I don't know. I feel like I make I make certain beats for certain people in mind sometimes. And uh, when I so when I do sell beats, it's always like it's it's nine out of ten. It's like it's people. Well, I'd say like seven out of ten, it's like people coming to me and then like two out of ten, it's like I'm coming to somebody like 
you would sound great on this. You know what, man? You know, and guess what? To be honest with you, them, there's nothing wrong with that mindset. You know what? Because I'm kind of in between. Like, I do sell my stuff online, clearly. But, there's, you know, through B-Stars. But at the same time, you know, like you say, like, I do understand that level of exclusion because the stuff I have on B-Stars is the stuff I sell for just people for anybody. But I do have certain beats, which I literally have hundreds if not thousands at this point. It's just some stuff just I've just made whether I'm using for beat tape stuff or selling or just like shopping around for different people just like hey i think you'll sound good on this or if i'm linking up with someone local whatever case might be like hey man i got this kind of beat you know i kind of hear your style or hear you know how you work this is how you will sound so no i totally understand the exclusivity of like what you're talking about like that makes sense you know and i think a lot of people kind of need to think of that same kind of ordeal like you know you know your work is your work and at the same time where well, that's it is your art you know what i'm saying and you have to have respect for your art you know and have people have respect for your art because you know you are taking out the time your energy your money you know this is what you're doing man and this is something that you're passionate about and so you want to make sure it's expressed and have a way whether uh you know whether someone else do uh rapping on it or performing on it or you performing on it or no performance at all it's just straight beats you know what i'm saying you know you want to make sure it's respected all the way, you know what I mean? Like I, I, I totally yeah. understand where you're coming from. So, yeah. so, so no, like that's that's actually a good way of looking at it, man. And um, well, let me ask you this, um, because I know since you uh, do everything with music, have you played any instruments in the past, or do you play any instruments? Yeah, um, I play guitar. Um, I play the piano as well. Um, a little bit of bass. Um, a little bit of drums. Um, yeah, a little bit of just kind of like the basic kind of stuff. Okay. Okay. Pretty. I would sound say like you pretty sound like you pretty proficient in most, if not all, those instruments. Correct. I mean, I, you know, that's debatable. You know, I've been around some people <laughs> and raised some eyebrows, but like, yeah, sure, why not? No, I yeah. understand. So, uh, are you self-taught, or did you kind of learn from like, or was it like formally like uh, formally trained, or how did that happen? Um. Well, you know, when I was younger, you know, even like when I was like like early teens like I'm only 19 now so like I'm not trying to talk like I know everything but like um you know I grew up like listening to a lot of like kind of rock music like a lot of like pump pop like pop punk you know kind of sound so you know like the classic midwest pop punk kind of scene like the really coursey guitars and like the bright you know chords and you know, the way that made me feel really made me want to pick up an instrument like that. You know, I've always been infatuated with like guitar players too. I've always thought like they were the coolest in the band and they had to have been like, right, awesome. But like, I don't know. Um, yeah, you know, guitars, um, you know, guitars pretty much my main thing. I like to play um, piano as well. Um, I, I've always been, I've been self-taught for the most part, you know, I've always, I like, I've never believed in like, you know, actually taking lessons like you know i i know my first year of music theory um you know i try not to drench my brain in it too much just because you know i like to have you know fun and i just i don't like to think too too much when i'm when i create stuff it's like you know less boundaries the better i like going with the flow for the most part yeah yeah but you know and there's nothing wrong with that because um 
that's actually something I haven't said in a long time on this show, but you know, like I always ask people about like their experience with music theory, whether it's a, on a basic level level or a advanced yeah. level, you know. And I always say like, even if even if you know it's something that you know at least learn the basics of it. And it sounds like you at least got the basic understanding and get the good foundation yeah. of it. Because if you at least have that, yeah. that helps switch your construction of music in general. And then like you said, you know, you can kind of go with the flow, have fun with it, do what you do. Because that's that's one thing I kind of always kind of preach, you know, because I used to play instruments. I used to sing in choir when I was a, when I was a kid and, and as a teenager. And then I played saxophone in high school for a minute. So I had to learn all this stuff. And, you know, and it carried over with me with, you know, making beats and whatnot and understanding how song structure works and things of that nature so it definitely does help and so if you at least it sounds like since you have that it does help but i understand what you're saying as far as like not becoming too entrenched in it because you don't want to kind of like psych yourself out or get like too overloaded in your brain because like you know you want to have fun with what you're doing too at the same time you're like oh i want this feeling like just a mental task and you know then that's how blocks start and and it's, it's just a it can be a vicious cycle you know what i'm saying yeah. so so it, no, I, I, I understand where you're coming from definitely man so but yeah. uh but actually, man, we actually had a really good conversation, man. Like, and great stuff that we recorded, bro. But uh, yeah. we're going to start shutting it down in a second. And um, before we shut it down, I just want to go ahead and always give the space an opportunity for um, the interviewee to go ahead and give out any contact information, any future work they're going to put out. Yeah. Uh, go ahead. I want to give you that floor to do that, bro. I got you. Um, you can follow me everywhere at, uh, at SaveFerrisSTL, um, you know. That's good. Uh, my new song with uh, Feedback OTW is out. It's called Lemonade. Uh, if you want to listen to that, stream it up. Yeah. Hell yeah, brother. Hell yeah, man. And for the oh. good people out there, man, do you have any final thoughts or any, uh, anything you want to give the good people out there as a final thought? Go outside. <laughs> Just That's go outside. <laughs> go outside. Go outside, yeah. Go outside. Go outside, get some fresh air, cause stuff's open back up now, man. So yeah, definitely go outside, bro. Yeah. So definitely <laughs> go outside. <laughs> yeah, most definitely. But yo, but bro, I really do appreciate you, man. Like I say again, taking the time out to go ahead and do the show, man. Truly do appreciate it. You know, we definitely will post everything, especially with the audio version. And then of course I have all your music in the background, so everyone can hear what you're about. So most definitely, so when they hear it, they'll definitely. Cool advertise you so you people can definitely you know contact you more you know what i'm saying i always want to help my uh peoples out man so this is what i'm yeah. gonna do man so absolutely man but uh again but again thank you so much man for doing the show uh Ooh, yeah absolutely man and i definitely want to see you back in fresh produce again man like i said whether it's in person or online man i definitely want to see you back in back in it very very soon i got you bro you, you're gonna you're gonna see me pretty soon up there at uh blue strawberry absolutely brother absolutely That's man cool. But uh, right now, everybody, that was another dope episode of Fruit of the Bone Podcast. Again, uh, catch us. Uh, we're going back to the uh, Mondays on posting shows. Uh, make sure to start advertising some more so you guys can keep a lookout. Uh, like I said, every first Wednesday, catch us at Blue Strawberry in St. Louis City uh, for the live show in person. And catch us every third Wednesday for the online show for Fresh Produce Online. Like I said, that's on Twitch, Facebook, and YouTube. So just make sure just backslash those websites and just put in fresh produce stl you can find us on there and uh make sure you just check us out man on the next show and i will holler at you guys next time peace <laughs>